Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. All right. Hey, welcome. It's the Air Buds. Welcome to the Airbuds podcast. Um, wow. I'm so excited to talk basketball with you all friends. And my name is Jamel Johnson. My name's Peter. My name's Mike Better. Welcome to the Airbuds podcast. I knew he was going to do that because he came in. He was feeling Benner came in hot as hell. And he had Go to do on. white guy, white guy radio voice. White guy radio time. Uh, Nikola Jokic is the MVP. Am I right, guys? This is how I can tell Benner's like working on his taxes. He's just got a lot going on. He's just been like crunching numbers all day, and he comes over here and does the morning zoo man. I'm gonna owe a lot of money to the federal government because uh, I got <laughs> paid zoo through man a, uh, on his house. Yeah. <laughs> I got paid through a Canadian production company for most of my work last year, and uh, they didn't take any taxes out. So I'm looking at probably a $20,000 tax bill this year, guys. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Oh, I know how serious you are because you're sticking to the bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of pain in those eyes for an audio podcast. Fuck. Guys, what's up with the taxes in our country, right? I mean, what are the what are we... What are we even paying for here? I got potholes on the streets in my, in my neighborhood. Somebody, mm-hmm. somebody get him some smelling salts. I'm Mike Benner. Hello. Happy basketball. Happy basketball. Happy basketball. Guys, we got some business to get out of the way, and then we got a very special guest, and we'll introduce him in a minute. But if you want to support the Buds, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. We are going Patreon exclusive. And only a couple of weeks, guys. The season's almost over. Come playoff time, you got to pay five dollars to hear the Airbuds. Imagine a world where the Wizards are the ten seed, and we're playing. I can't the do it. I put that on them to do it, and it's not happening. <laughs> You're welcome. Don't ever if, tell me I, my team's feisty ever if, again. If the Wizards um, 
play the Nets in the play and should we fly to Brooklyn and go to the game together? I will. They won't, but I would. Right, well, let's now that I'm saying it out loud, maybe it'll happen. Yeah, uh, probably not. Yeah, patreon.com slash airbuds pod gets you access to the Discord, gets you bonus episodes, gets you uh look, I'm just gonna announce it now. I'm I'm doing a a podcast for the Patreon about Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Oh, <laughs> man's bugging. I'm 500% Studio 60 pilled. It is the craziest, <laughs> worst show I've ever seen, and I love it. And I, I mean, once you see Dolphin Girl, Girl, there's no going back. Yeah. What is Dolphin Girl? Why do y'all keep saying Dolphin Girl? I think Girl you just got to watch it. It's not Patreon. even like, well. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Airbooks Pod to hear us talk about Dolphin Girl. If you can't support us that way, go to, pa- uh, uh, I'm sorry, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star review. We really appreciate it. And now we are done with business. Check out Ooh. the Brandon Jamel show. Uh, guys, we have a returning champion on the show today. Uh, you know him, you love him. It's Sweet Dog. What's going on? No one What's loves me. No knows me. Well, I mean, <laughs> you've been on this podcast at least two other times. You look like I you're in a secure location too. Where you? You look like I, you're have, a home, I have a home now. Let's go. <laughs> I have a home, home for my family. Yeah, Sweet Dog was uh, <laughs> broadcasting from a park last time. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's always Sweet just. Dog. Definitely changed each time, America. You know. I did. Play, he had me on his show. He was in the Dunkin' Donuts, man. He was in the Bank of America <laughs> vestibule. I was on McDonald's Wi-Fi. Hell yeah! I feel like yeah. there was a time where it was like you were, um, you were on one time, and I was like, "Is he on the set of a Saw movie? Like, is he? Mm-hmm. Is he no, that was my that was my previous home. I was <laughs> living on the set of a Saw movie, broadcasting live from the basement of a Capital One cafe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and it was September tenth, two thousand one. <laughs> yeah, but I got a home now. It's nice. Let's North Philly, North Philly. Nice. Where yeah. at? I live in this part of North Philly that's weird because it's like at the end of North Philly. So I don't know if you're familiar with like East Falls. You know East Falls and stuff. Yeah, I, I'm I, like I, a block I live in East Falls. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, yeah, that neighborhood, that first step in the North Philly. I'm right there. You know, uh, so there's no there's no place to get a hot sausage egg and cheese around my crib. Yeah, it's kind of a no beef well, bacon, no. BLTs. Is Major right. Wings Deli still there? Oh, Majors? Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't do hot food though. They do hoagies. They do hoagies, yeah. Uh I I do be hitting them over the head with the whole, for the hoagies. I'd be there like twice a week. I they hit they used to have a special. It was five dollars for a foot long hoagie and a uh can of Arizona iced tea, and that was yeah. like literally my daily diet for three years. <laughs> like, you're, you're a true Philadelphian. Yeah. You know, you uh, gotta eat either a large hoagie or a cheesesteak platter. That's how his parts breakfast. <laughs> you know, that's how his parts ended up being so big. He got all that riboflavin. <laughs> Is Johnny Manana's still there? Oh my no, god! I actually, I actually just went there the other day because really? it's, it's something else. It's like a bistro now. It's like a, it's like some type of coffee shop now. It was all still- right. You know, you remember when that big pepper was there when John the and big my pepper, yeah, of course. I used I, to ask my mom if that was Chili's. <laughs> I lived in that apartment that the big That's pepper crazy. was like <laughs> hanging outside of. That was my roommate's window. That's sick. Yeah. yeah. Did he pay extra for that room? Uh uh yes, he did. Like he I paid, need that big pepper. Uh it was ninety five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. To live in that room. Uh That's yeah. Sweet dog. Let's get it right out of the way. Let's get right to it. Do you agree with me that Nikola Jokic is the MVP of the NBA this season? Oh, I think honestly, I think he's going to win again, and he should. I think he should win again, and we should get to a point where now 
None of the awards mean absolutely nothing. You're not excited for the Clutch Award this year, guys? What is that even? Is that named after a Celtics player, too? It's the biggest nuts Bob McAdoo Award. No, I don't know who's. Kevin McHale. The only guy in the league who can drive stick gets the Clutch Award. (laughs) Michael Chiklis Nut Clutch Award. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say, like, there's, there's one guy on Twitter that has been being like, like, I think, like, Tyrese Halliburton is a lock for the Clutch Player of the Year award. Yeah. Like, this is an invented They're, award. It's never happened before. Like, um, why do you have an opinion on this? The Jerry West well, Clutch Award, and it's definitely going to be Aaron Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm starting, I'm starting to realize most of the people online talking about basketball may or may not have ever watched basketball in their life. Well, no, dude. How can you watch basketball and go to January sixth? Go to choose. January sixth. There's a lot of spreadsheet watching. These guys are great at Excel. You know, I don't know how to use Excel. I don't really understand how it works. These guys are very good at looking at arbitrary numbers that they decide are, I guess, more important than God's law. Is that fair? It's Ramadan. Yeah. I think yeah, VORP is more important than the Quran for sure. Yeah. What's well, the what's energy? Dude? What's the energy in Philly during Ramadan? Is it like everybody? Is it like, uh, well, bean pie sales through the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dates through the roof, bean pie sales. Uh, some of your favorite halal places might be just closed. Shout out Sods and West Philly just closed until the end of Ramadan. It's a weird time because also whenever it gets warm is when all the violence starts happening in Philadelphia. So like you have all these places where people should be congregating but they can't. Does that make any sense? It's like a weird, the first two weeks is weird. And then maybe when Ed comes around, we'll all be nice to each other again for like, you know, a day. (laughs) It is very much uh, Philadelphia in like early spring is a weird mix of, uh, in my experience, I haven't lived there in a long time, but Mm -hmm. confirm or deny. uh, Everyone is horny and like, oh, super. There's less clothes, and then also everyone is violent because you haven't been out of the house. In no one, months. no one leaves the house for three months, and then they come out and they're trying to bust nuts and bust Glocks and switches on them. Yeah, yeah. and go to sporting events. I'm really excited. I'm can't wait for baseball to come back to go to Dollar Dog Night. Was, you know, you guys have a nice baseball stadium. I've been there. It's a great baseball stadium to get absolutely tore up drunk on the way there. You don't want to get drunk there; it's too expensive. It is in the yeah. middle of a parking lot. It is. I think it's one of the biggest parking lots in the world is where all the stadiums are. It's like it's some weird. of the most parking spaces in one. You know, no apartments, no nothing. Xfinity Live, you know. If you want to see some union guys, some union electricians get drunk, shit like that. Do you ever just go down the Xfinity Live? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the most depressing place, I think. It's very weird. They got a bunch of arcade games in there, so they got like pinball machines and shit. It's like nobody oh, really? is doing that. Yeah. I went there one time and I felt like I was about to say it felt like Dave and Buster's without the arcade machines. Yeah. But you're telling me there are, there are arcade there's machines. Like two, there's like two or three of them. Yeah. You know? Buster's, baby. But you got you to gotta walk through a lot of Port Richmond folk to get to them, you know? <laughs> He's talking. He means Polish people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got Irish. it. Season two of The Wire. I got it. Yeah, so, literally, exactly. So the six, the Sixers, huh? The Sixers, yeah. <laughs> Man, now that Philly quarter is done. I mean, I guess 
so like now the Sixers are like in probably the worst stretch of the season for them since Harden came back, where we're playing like every other night. Mm-hmm. And Harden's team. out, right? Harden's out. Uh, PJ Tucker's been in and out. Everybody's basically been in and out except Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey. Could you guys? And they are playing. They are playing the best. They are playing probably the best basketball they can. You know. The team I'm probably yeah. the most scared of, to be honest, um, of the three best teams in the league as a Cavs fan. It is there a shot? Is there a shot that we could overtake you for the three seeds? We have the easiest schedule. We basically play like the Rockets seven more times. Yeah. And the Sixers have the most difficult schedule. And you guys have the toughest uh, schedule. Sure and one yeah, or two more games. Of... You basically have to lose like you. I think you have to go four and four and we would have to sweep. But would you, you think, are you nervous the... at all about losing the three seed? I think for the Sixers, this is probably the season where it matters the least where we are in the top four. Because who would we go up against if we were? It would be the Hawks if they stayed in. Who's at six? I don't even know. I'm actually the Nets I'm, are at six right now. It's gonna be the Nets. And yeah. Nets are the they're heat. gonna all right because the Nets had we're supposed to slide out and they haven't actually lost that many games since Detroit. I would say that I'm not afraid of the Nets, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. I would then, love a first round series against the Nets. I would yeah. worry about a first round series against the Heat if I'm the Sixers. Do no you, one wants to play really, the Heat. Really? Who wants to? Who wants to play the Heat? This is just this is Boston media propaganda, so that when the Celtics <laughs> beat them. They can pretend like they beat an actual. I don't think the Heat are actually good anymore. I don't think they're good, but I think um, I'm afraid of Jimmy Butler with a chip on his shoulder. That's been that way for like six years. I know. Yeah, you could just <laughs> say you're afraid of Jimmy Butler. Yeah. <laughs> I think Jimmy Butler would love to get up and play a series against the Sixers. I feel like the Heat's major issue is that after Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, they got like a guy that looks like he works at T-Mobile. That's going to be handling the ball, you know, or used car salesman. Like they don't, they got a bunch of like undrafted, like guys that I used to work with. Plumbing. <laughs> really they have a huge collection of like, uh, supposedly, supposedly like talented white guys that yeah. Like Kevin Love looks like a superintendent for the school district. You know, <laughs> at this point in his career, in like the the richest suburb of Connecticut. Yeah, uh, drives a BMW. His wife is eight years younger than him. She, you know, she's like twenty-four. Um, just looking at him, uh, by the way he looks, do you think that Max Struess cheats on his significant other? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Only when he's in Ibiza. <laughs> it is Miami. That's true. Miami is basically it's like a it's like an open relationship city. You can't really... now now we're talking now. This is some data that I need. What city in America is the most okay with cheating? Hmm. Miami's probably up there. You gotta Miami. still put. I would feel like New York is high. Yeah, I was gonna say Brooklyn for sure. Yeah, Brooklyn as a city, <laughs> just as a as its own place. I I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Just like, Greenpoint. <laughs> DC, DC counts too. DC for sure. Uh-huh. I think in terms of like accepting it, but like maybe not they're not okay with it, but they just accept it. Salt Lake City. Yeah. Okay, mm. yeah, true. Okay. Kind of like the Sopranos, like how like you know everybody everybody's used to having a guma. Exactly. You know. 
But in this case, I guess in Salt Lake's, in Salt Lake, you're the Guma is like your half sister. <laughs> yeah, and God. <laughs> and God. Yeah. Yeah. And you're um, all dressed like ghosts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sixers are winning the like championship. I'm getting. I'm now. I'm starting to get fired up. I've been I'm fired not afraid of anybody. We started talking about cheating and sweet. Now we're talking about cheating. Up now. now I'm getting fired up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Let's. Okay. So tomorrow night, Monday night, uh, tonight, if you're listening to this, Joel Embiid will be playing Nikola Jokic, uh, Denver. Is tonight's game? Uh, is this going to decide the MVP race? No. Okay. Sorry. Moving on. <laughs> All right, play the no, music. Like, no, because like, I think it's clear that the media, whether Boston-related or not, really wants – they want the guy to get the third one, and they wanted the guy that they like to be the first guy to, since Bird to get three in a row. The slide that the Nuggets had like a couple weeks ago didn't really change his ranking that much. And the Sixers probably are going to lose because the team is banged up. I mean, regardless of how well Joel Embiid plays, he's putting up like 35 points a night. The truth is, he's actually should be third in the MVP race. Joel Embiid? No, Jokic. Oh, go on. Why do you say that? Because the West sucks butt this year. Super bad. The Cavs would be the number one seed in the West. And that's not me being like a homer. They would they would absolutely just uh, run buckshot over the West. And... Giannis's team is the best team in the league. Giannis is still like fucking amazing, even if he is like an illegal like yeah. cheat code. If he's a fullback, if he's Christian Okoye. Yeah. And also, like, this is and beat's been the best this year. Like, it's I to me, Jokic is like Jokic is also just sucking ass on defense. It's just gone too far. Mm-hmm. Like he's he the biggest thing also I, I texted you, Benner, too. Uh the Cavs played the, the Nuggets and the Sixers like two or three weeks apart. And the fear factor of facing Nikola Jokic compared to Embiid is not even on the same page. It's non-existent. It's, it's horrifying to play Embiid. It's so scary. He's Kobe Bryant. He's seven foot two Cameroonian, you know, non-balding Kobe Bryant. <laughs> How'd they lose the game to Golden State? What happened in that game? Oh, you know, Golden State scored more points. John B had to sit down for like four minutes and then. (laughs) There it went. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think, I mean, the Sixers have been on a real tear uh, and they're due a couple uh, uh, bad games and they they had it against the Warriors and the Suns and we'll see what happens tomorrow. Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. This fall, the Disney Bundle has all the action. Holy smokes! Watch live NFL and college football games on ESPN Plus. On Disney Plus, there's Loki Season 2. And Ahsoka. Buckle up. And on Hulu, you can watch The Boogeyman and Welcome to Wrexham. Oh my God, the expectation. All of these and more streaming this fall with the Disney Bundle. Blackouts and restrictions apply. 18 plus only. Access content from each service separately. Offer valid for eligible subscribers only. Terms apply. <laughs> Sweet who, who, uh, like, who else in the who else in the East, if they were dropped into the West, would be like a fifty-one team, fifty-plus one team? 
Sixers, Celtics, Bucks, uh, Cavs. Um... Maybe even the Knicks. You could even maybe argue maybe the Knicks. Nah, I would argue for the Knicks. Nah, yeah. nah. I'm not doing that today. Why not? Why Just not? What do you got to do? I mean, well, yeah, <laughs> that, great point. I actually don't have anything else to do. Would the Wizards be at least a 60 in the West? We'd be 50th. <laughs> <laughs> we drop, we drop 60 spots somehow. Uh, yeah. The Knicks are a part of the Atlantic Conference, which is uh, or division. I'm sorry, uh, which is the like best division in basketball right now. Like, if the Sixers and the Knicks and the Celtics weren't all in this division, like they would all have probably five or six more wins than they have now. For sure. How come the Nuggets don't have sixty wins? Don't they play like the worst? Because they're ass. Because they're secretly ass. Yeah, they've been what for the last like month, but month, but month. What's going to happen to them like in the second round? Are we just people are just going to turn their heads and just be like, "Oh, it's whatever." The coach has got to go, you know. Um, like Michael Porter Jr.'s Michael Porter Jr.'s dad was it? I guess his name is Senior. <laughs> yeah, good old Senior. I yeah. think uh, depending on who they. Like if they end up playing the Lakers, which um, right now the Lakers are number nine, so there is a chance that they would play uh, the Lakers in round one. Um, they might not see the second round. They might not get out of the first round. I would even like the Thunder against them. I would maybe Thunder are legitimately a good team. Yeah, I think Shea Gilgis Alexander deserves more MVP talk than Nikola Jokic right yeah. now, kind of. Um, I'm the, I don't know. I'm Jokic just is a... fourth. I love it. Let's keep bumping him down. <laughs> Absolutely make down. an argument that SGA has had a better season. I would say it does feel like in the East or the West this year, um, to me, the most compelling playoff series outside of a uh, finals in our lifetime was probably the eight to one upset of the Mavericks and the Warriors. And I do feel like this is the first year where you could have multiple lower seeds winning which I feel like never usually happens. Like when was the last time you were like, oh my God, that seven seed is up three to one. I feel like that could happen in both. Like Miami could be up on the Cavs three to one. Like any, anyone, anyone in the play-in in the West could like go to the Western Conference Finals. Could make the finals. <laughs> yeah, they could, you could... Someone could be in the play-in and make the finals this year. Well, nah, because Draymond hasn't started hitting people yet. You keep uh, forgetting that the playoffs, he's going to start hurting people. Yeah. And it's going to change things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, technical fouls, did you guys see that Luka Doncic uh, grabs his 16th technical foul and will now be suspended? Again? Oh, can, I say, can I say something about that? I'm in yeah. a fantasy league. The commissioner of the league made... You get, you get ten points when a guy gets a tech, and he drafted Luca, and now I'm playing him in the seven in the semis, and like I'm supposed to be in this league again next year. This is the most colluded ass. That's actually what, wild. what am is I supposed this, to do? How, how am I supposed to live? Am I aware of this league? Do I know? I mean, you might be aware of this league. I don't think you're in this league, but you might be aware. Have you done? Material about them that I yeah you might have yeah you might. Uh, 
How's that joke going, by the way? Oh, I stopped telling that. Okay. <laughs> I had to just put that on the shelf. Too real. Is this exactly what I think you guys are talking about? Of course. Probably. What else would we dog, be, we'll, ever we'll be tell talking about? We're, we're all in the loop. We're all in the loop. I know exactly what's going on. <laughs> in this league. And I've seen a joke multiple times. Let's go. Yeah. Um, is Luca the most annoying star we have? There's a couple of them. There's a couple good annoying guys in the league right now. Trey Young. Trey Young, for sure. Devin Booker a little bit. He's, say, was, he's a little annoying that, to me. I, I watched, just threw, threw some basketball on this afternoon while I was watching the young one, and I watched the Mavericks get absolutely bell-to-bell kicked the shit out of by the Hornets. Yeah, bad. Mar- the Mavericks Hornets. are going to make the fucking... Playoffs, guys. Like, there's, they're gonna miss the plan. They're currently uh, at number eleven. Um, they've lost four in a row. Uh, Kyrie and Luca don't look like they can play together at all. Uh, yeah, Luca looks very sad. Yeah, uh, he's a whiny little bitch that I don't like. <laughs> I just truly mm-hmm. don't like him. I, I there's no joy in watching him play. Everyone yeah. loves him. I'm, I just see a guy that is angry, and like I'm like you're like how many holes have you punched into your wall at home? Well, well, here's the thing, man. James Harden was doing the same thing in Houston for years. I guess at, when it first started, James was throwing more lobs, and I don't think Luca is ever throwing lobs. And it got, but this is like late stage Houston Harden, where he's just at the strip club. He's like doing, he's he's the public notary of the strip club. Mm-hmm. He's hanging out with a little baby, you know, Meek Mill. It's what we're watching. What rappers are, is Luka Doncic hanging out with? Who's who's out of Dallas? Uh, Yellow Wolf, uh, Duro, Snow. <laughs> you guys remember Snow? Of who's course. Snow? Oh, the Informers? Yeah, Informers. <laughs> Yeah, he's with the Informer guy. Yeah. MC Search. Whose fault is it that the Mavs suck? Is it Jason Kidd? Mark Cuban. Well, yeah, Mark Jason Cuban. Kidd. Oh, Mark, Mark Cuban, Cuban for hiring oh. Jason Kidd. For hiring Jason Kidd. For letting Brunson walk for basically nothing. Mm-hmm. Brunson walking is the the core of it all. And, I mean, the team was still held together by duct tape even if they brought Brunson back. Yeah, but wouldn't they have had money to get somebody without giving up? Their yes. defenders are now they crucially need. Yes. Also, couldn't Luca just put, learn how to play defense? I mean, he's six seven. He should be able to guard somebody. He's six seven, four hundred and fifty pounds. He should be able to <laughs> stop somebody. Somebody. He's got to shed a little bit of that baby weight, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's funny how like, um, <laughs> we don't value. Uh, defense on white guys. Like, why is it okay that like Luca and Jokic are like awful on defense, but they're still incredibly lazy on defense? Yeah. And then you man. got fucking George Carl going on radio and calling Embiid <laughs> lazy. This like, is, but you know why, man. It's the same reason why. It's the same reason why every time I fly Southwest and I and I get in the B group, nobody believes I should be in the B group. It's the same yeah. reason they think I should be in the C group. And then have to be looking at me crazy asking for a middle seat. They don't think I yeah. have the they don't think I could wake up at 
8 a.m. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever fly Alaska Airlines? Sure do. Yeah, they have so many fucking boarding groups. Why do this, why do their groups go up to like uh, like X? Like how many people? Where do you are even? There? So where do you even sit in the little closet where the stewardess be at? If you're an they X, put you on top, they put you on top of the canned waters. <laughs> they do have really good customer service, though. They they're the only good uh, airline in terms of that. They'll just actually give you stuff. Yeah. They'll actually be like, hey, here's I 50 bucks. <laughs> oh, 50 bucks? I think you're talking about like like a, I don't know, a little white call or something, whatever they got on there. You might could slide a white call. You guys, take I, a white call. We've gotten, uh, we, my wife and I have had uh, alcohol vouchers that we got given for some reason, and we were uh, trying to use them on a round trip. And on the way there, they were just like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll just give you free drinks. So they didn't take our vouchers. That's so sick. Like, oh, yeah. On the way back, they just were like, ah, don't worry about it. Here. Um, I think it's just more annoying for them to like process the vouchers than it is to just give us a free mm-hmm. drink. Salute. Anyways. Salute to fine people <laughs> at Alaska, Alaskan yeah. Airlines. We should be sponsored by them. We'll get there. Um, Sweet Dog. Who's your favorite player on the Sixers outside of Joel Embiid right now? Definitely Tyrese Maxey. He's the cutest. You know, he's fast. You know, and he plays hard. What happened to Shake Milton? Where did Shake Milton go? Two years ago, Benner was trying to trade me Bradley Beal for Shake Milton. I don't know. It's like some shit with the roster where, like, if I guess if you're not, if Doc doesn't see something in you, you just get shelved. Or if he sees the wrong thing in you, he just plays you way too much. I don't think Shake gets the the leash that some of the other guys might get. But he gets, he probably, what does he play? Like 15 minutes a game, probably? Yeah, Um, but he's like in a position that. That Shake Melton, or he should be in a position that Shake Melton has, was like ball handler, getting a lot of touches and stuff. But I guess he just did, didn't do any of the. They don't even run practice. I don't even know how Doc decides who should play <laughs> or not. I don't know. Is it a group chat thing where he's like reaching out to people, like, do you want to play? Well, he has a rubric. Uh, number one, have you played for me on a different team? And are you over 30? And then, like, yeah. you get priority that way. So that's why I like Montrez Harrell, who is playing again, which I don't like. Yeah. You should get one of those uh, played Deadman last night. AI Deadman. Uh, voiceover things to have Doc Rivers um, recite AI's practice rant. I feel like it fits. Oh, I thought you were going to say the 42 bars, dude. <laughs> Bro, wait. Hold on. Wait a minute. We, there's something that we might need you to contact the ghost of the David David Stern about Peter. I know you have his number on uh, speed dial. Bro, he is he was gonna <laughs> join us this week, but um, he was actually my broker um, getting my new apartment. Okay, so he Ray, was well, a busy just reviewing the lease. He I, knows how to close deals exactly, and he did. He I was watching. I was watching the coldest balls with AI and Kevin Hart, and Allen Iverson said that David Stern, he walked into the office and David Stern had the lyrics from 40 bars printed on paper and oh, yeah. recited the lyrics of 40 bars to him. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, 
uh, we should get Doc Rivers to do a cover of 40 Bars, but now yeah. I'm thinking maybe we get the ghost of David Stern to do 40 Bars. Just to recount that tale for I'll, us. I'll see what he says. But uh, I think the, oh, I'll tell you what he says. Plan on his availability <laughs> becoming. He uh, says all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think the news the recited the lyrics too. When I, I remember that as when I was a kid on like Channel Six, they had like a they're like Alan Iverson's rap, and then like some old white guy. You know, he didn't say all the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Um, I I remember when that happened, Sweet Dog. I'm a little older than you. I think I was probably like a, maybe a sophomore in high school when yeah. the, the song came out, and. uh I just remember being so angry that uh, the NBA like robbed us of a of a. There's a, there's an Allen Iverson rap album. There's a, there's a, a Lock Away album, Lost Tapes. Like right there's on. just a fucking album in a vault somewhere. We're nice. We're never gonna hear it. I, I like the the forty bars or whatever. I thought that was a good song. It was it's, interesting. It's, it's really great. It's not a it's bad. Better than any, it's better than anything that Dame has ever done. Yeah, there's a little more. There's a little more. Uh, it's like a, this is that. There's some more yeah. flavor to it, if you will. I know I'm the least qualified person on this podcast right now to talk about rap, but I do feel like every time I hear Dame Lillard rap, it's like an old Navy commercial. Yeah, I was just about to say it's like being at Foot Locker for sure. It's definitely like being inside of a Jimmy Jazz. Gonna be like in these Christmas pants are twenty nine ninety nine. I'm like, okay. Thanks, Amy Poehler and Dame Lillard. <laughs> you know what I, I kill for that ad I'd love that ad too who just, in who who in the NBA right now could um, like anchor a sitcom a sitcom yeah hmm. you mean from like a charm standpoint or like a show up and do the work standpoint like hmm. this show is fun and I want to watch it every week Ooh. I would watch Dame in a remake of In the House Okay. See, I actually think Luca and Kyrie in a sitcom would be amazing. Oh, are you joking? That's some of the best TV you can find. Yeah, Luca's that's basically. To be on a sitcom. And they could get has Hasbula. They could get a little Hasbula. <laughs> yeah, Hasbula. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's remake. It's always sunny with Luca, Kyrie, Hasbula, and I don't know, Candace Parker. This is a show, man. That's a great show. Fucking call up Warner Discovery right now. Audie's going to say Candace Owens. Candace Owens also <laughs> not a bad option. <laughs> but yeah, I, think, I, wonder, uh, I wonder who Candace Owens thinks is the MVP. I mean, <laughs> she thinks it's David Duke Jr. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to say like Miles Plumley or something. Mason it's Plumlee. TJ McConnell for her for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me too. <laughs> I miss TJ. Speaking of racist white people, um, <laughs> is Myers Leonard still on the Bucks? Yeah, yeah, but it's only so he just distracts you from Grayson Allen coming off the bench. Yeah, yeah, he's still on the Bucks. Uh, he's there. He's in his, his tearaway track pants or whatever. I don't think he. I haven't seen him play in like since he got signed or whatever. But also, don't watch him any bucks. You know what? Let me just be quiet for a second. <laughs> no, that's perfect for a podcast guest. Yeah, that's what we want. Yeah, yeah. Take a step back. That's what we need from our guests. 
I'm just I'm just viciously watching Sixers games, tweeting, being like, they don't know who. Don't nobody know who. Don't nobody understand ball except me. <laughs> mm. I'm who the, I'm who everybody's talking about being toxic on Twitter about the MVP debate. Can I ask? I haven't called anybody slurs yet, though, which I feel like is ha- is happening, but it, I haven't done it yet. Well, you know what, sweet dog, now's your opportunity. That's Go ahead. Outside, though. Oh, wait, hold on. I think my girlfriend just came home. Hold up. Yo. One I'm sorry. <laughs> I just heard the fucking... I was like, oh, shit. I'm doing, I'm doing something. Call us a hey. Oh, call us a hey. I'm, she said hey. Oh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hello. I'm so sorry. This is my you girlfriend, Shara. I locked the right. screen door. <laughs> you was about to get punched in the face. <laughs> it's like that all the time. <laughs> Uh, what was the question again? <laughs> Where's your dog? Where's Shake, your dog? Oh, she's in a crate. Because oh. I knew she was coming home and Shake flips out when someone's at the door. Got it. Shark, you let Shake out the crate? She can be on the screen. She can get some little, little camera time. Yeah, Sweet Dog's yeah. got a very cute dog. I got a very cute dog named Shake. Mm. Big fan yeah, of her. Hope she shakes her butt. Uh, what's, what's... Fuck. You what's were, uh, you were about to call someone a slur uh, over a the MVP debate. <laughs> Oh, I'm just like I've been I've been deemed such a hater of Jokic and Giannis a little bit. Um and I feel like the main thing is this too loud or dog too loud? Hey Shake. I feel like the thing that's really getting to me is like I if someone's gonna be a three time MVP like back to back, then they probably should be the greatest basketball player I've ever seen in my life. If it hasn't happened in my lifetime, then they, I should. When I see that guy on screen, I should be like, "Oh, hey, shit!" But he's so shit. good at passing the ball. He's so good at passing, but it's like I don't really, I don't get it. I feel like there's a couple of guys in the NBA that do pretty similar stuff. There's guys that's got triple doubles. There's high efficiency guys, but this guy puts no fear into me, and like I'm just tired of feeling like I have to just appreciate him because people are showing me spreadsheets every day. Yeah. Um. Speaking of fear, I want to I want to ask uh what's going on with this weird like new conversation where all these NBA players are like off the record being like nobody's afraid of LeBron. LeBron doesn't strike fear in anybody. Like was, why are we Was why? it just Mar- was it just Mario Chalmers? I think it was, it was Gilbert too. Gilbert Chalmers, Gilbert and then like several unnamed players. Gilbert, the guy who's actually the most afraid of him. <laughs> LeBron walked up to him on tape. He's on free tape. Yeah. What is Gilbert yeah. talking about? That's just classic revisionist history. And they're like, no, that guy didn't beat my ass. That never happened. He didn't bully me for ten years of my life stream. Buddy, I, saw I wonder him. if it's just that world we're in now. Like if Kobe's final years would have been in like twenty the twenty twenties. If everyone would have just been kind of like dogging him in hindsight, because I feel like LeBron, like all the shit LeBron is getting, feels like it's more, almost like of the time that we are in instead of like. Don't you think that there should be more fucking reverence for him? I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm biased. I think there's a weird thing where players don't want to admit that a guy that is their contemporary is better than them or something. Like it's a toxic masculinity thing where like people yeah. like don't want to admit that they are afraid of a guy that yeah. like, they played in the same era as. Or like they don't have a job anymore. It's like Mario Thomas probably thinks he could still be in the NBA. Yeah, like that. 
Where's my he said he could have hit the shot too. He said he could have hit the Ray Allen shot. He's like, I was ready. That's like we know you were ready. <laughs> yeah, you were ready. Being on the benches, being ready, not man. able. Yeah, uh, I do want to shout out Draymond Green, who uh, I rarely agree with on anything, but he did come out on his podcast and was like, "This is insane. Everybody's afraid of LeBron. Like, I have my teammates are afraid of LeBron. Like, he didn't admit to being afraid himself, but I do like the fact that he." was basically like everyone's full of shit. People are afraid of LeBron. Yeah. Graymon Dreen, super afraid of him. <laughs> I mean, LeBron dominated the league for like 15 years straight. Like I was a baby, a man, and I had a baby. And then he still was like one of the, like the potentially the greatest of all time. So I don't know where is this. I don't really trust what Richard Jefferson has to say or Gilbert Arenas. You know, I watched him destroy. We all watched him destroy Gilbert Arenas for years. Gilbert Arenas wasn't even like Gilbert Arenas was like his <laughs> first boss in a video game. It was like the one you just like are warming up with. Fair, like he, fairly, he, he wasn't one of the henchmen. <laughs> maybe that's a maybe better way to describe it. I will say though, when it comes to Gilbert Arenas, the guy that you know brought guns to work like maybe he wasn't afraid of lebron like true uh but you you know i think most people were probably afraid of lebron Mm -hmm. he has some of the worst takes ever too like every two days or three days he's saying some of the dumbest shit i've ever heard in my life i've been meaning to get in there because they added um who did they add as the co-host it's him josiah and um rashad mccants yeah, why aren't you on that show? You know, you want to Josiah are close. Yeah. Hey, listen, that's for personal reasons. I've decided to. You got enough podcasts on your plate. I would you too. Know. I would absolutely be Rashad McCants on that show. To be gambling with Gilbert Arenas in between takes or whatever. You'd be Rashad Candus. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Rashad McCants. Yeah. McCants or oh, okay, Rashad sorry. Big Cans. Oh man, Gilbert, Gilbert was another guy that said that Joel Embiid is lazy and takes possessions off, and so then it's like I guess you just haven't seen any of the games in the past like four months. I don't understand that at all. Uh, if there's anything you could say about Joel Embiid, it's like he's not lazy and he doesn't like he should take some possessions off. Like, yeah. like please don't hurt yourself. Like maybe take a break. That's how I feel watching it. Get up off the floor. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was something that happened when I was tracking on fan- fantasy last week when they were beating uh who did they beat the absolute breaks off? Was it Phoenix or was it uh Chicago? It was the Bulls. Uh, they beat the Bulls. Bulls. They scored like the first 28 points or something. And they they said <laughs> on Yahoo Fantasy nothing. Yeah. yeah, Yahoo Fantasy was like Joel Embiid is sitting out because we are actually beating these fools ass too bad. <laughs> like they were like it's due to point differential. He's sitting. Yeah, that was uh, that was a crazy night on Sixers Twitter. Uh, I don't know, sweet dog, if you were if you noticed, but uh, everyone was freaking out uh, because Joel Embiid did not come out of the locker room. Yeah, it was being real annoying about that. And then the broadcast was also like being real cagey about it. Like the broadcasters were just like Joel Embiid is not on the bench for reasons that are uh-huh. good, <laughs> and like. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but then it came out that he had left uh, calf soreness or something. He like walked that. off like grabbing his leg. So I don't know yeah. what people, you know, unless he's a very good actor, which I, you know, that could be true. 
He could be in a sitcom, maybe. I'd watch that. Ray Romano's brother. That everybody knows right <laughs> he could be the Dana DeVito in our It's Always Sunny. And Always movie. Sunny, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine Joel Embiid climbing out of that couch naked? <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure. Sure. All right. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we get out of here? No, just that the West is going to be totally different than next time we talk. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think there's something like eight teams that have 36 to 38 losses right now in the West. The Suns are three games out of the play-in and also have home court advantage right now. Yeah. Like, like they could lose four in a row and be out, or they could just have home court advantage. That's fucking bananas. And you know the Fox Mavericks, stuff. Mavericks frauds that they are out of the play-in right now. They're in the they're number eleven. You're gonna end up blaming Kyrie. <laughs> I want to. I do want to uh, toot my own horn. Uh, didn't I call this <laughs> before the season even started? Wasn't I like any team where Christian Wood is your second best player is a bad team? Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously now Kyrie is their. One of, player, one of you but... was hot. So, Jamel, were you sweet on the Mavericks? Is that what it was? Someone was sweet. Was that last year? Yeah, it was me. I'm sorry. I had them, oh. I had them losing the West Finals last year. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. And they did. Yeah. Just and two years ago. Now they might not even make the playoffs. My bad. My bad, y'all. <laughs> is, there, is there any possible way for Jokic and Dodgers to end up on the same team? Um, yeah, in Utah. Utah, yeah, that does make sense actually. In the church league, send them, send them to the Jesuit league. Markinen, Doncic, Jokic, David Duke, David Duke Jr. (laughs) Mark Cuban could only hope for that. All right, thank you guys. And everyone's pod on all social media. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.